0: I walked into the cafeteria and gulped. The only free seat was next to Joanna, one of the weirdest girls in school. She was always sitting alone, and usually I'd avoid her because people said she didn't speak much and was totally shy. But somehow, I felt kinda sorry for her. I mean, how bad could it be? Well, famous last words. It was bad. I sat down with a smile, but she just glared at me and grunted, Go on then, throw me your worst insult. I was confused and said, Oh, no, I, I just wanted to sit here and say hi. Are you okay? Suddenly, Joanna started speaking at a million miles per hour, telling me that of course she wasn't okay, and that she had to see a therapist every day. Then she showed me all the pills she had to take, and said she had crippling anxiety. I was shocked, overwhelmed with TMI. I felt uncomfortable and thought of leaving, but then she grabbed my hand and said, we're friends now, right? I've never had a friend in my life before. You're the first person I've really been able to open up to. Not even my parents know how hard it is for me. Whoa, I couldn't leave her now. I patted on her shoulder and told her I'd happily be her friend. I mean, it would just be spending some lunch together or grabbing a coffee at most. It'd be fine. However, Joanna's interpretation of a friend was slightly different from mine. Three days later, I got back from the library quite late, so I went straight to my room as usual and started changing, only to find Joanna right behind me as I turned around. I almost woke up the whole building with a scream of fright. Oh, hey, Rumi! she said with a big grin. What? This was insane. Um, roomy? What do you mean? But she just laughed and said she'd felt very lonely in her dorm on her own, and seeing as I had a double room, she'd asked the dorm supervisor if she could move in with me. I guess it wasn't so bad. I mean, I got lonely too sometimes. So that night, we stayed up super late chatting, and to be honest, It was actually nice to have a roomie. We became quite close, and a few nights later, we were having a movie night. Joanna turned to me and said, Carrie, there's something I need to tell you. Oh no, surely there wasn't any more disturbing things left. How did this girl cope? But then she started blushing and said, I have a crush on someone. His name is Mitch. Oh gosh, I knew exactly who she was talking about. Joanna, he's bad news. He's a total womanizer. You're way too good for him. At least, that's what I said. But what I meant was that he was only into popular girls. He'd never go for a girl like Joanna. Joanna didn't take it well. You're jealous, aren't you? I bet you have a crush on him too. Well, I confessed, so he's mine. Huh, <sighs> you're welcome to him. I never fancy someone like Mitch. I'm not that kind of girl. Joanna then said she'd prove to me that she could win him over. I felt annoyed at her and just went back to watching the movie. For a second there, it felt like my life had way more drama than ever before. And I started regretting ever sitting at her table that day. Little did I know, it was just the beginning. A week later, I was hit in the face by a huge surprise. Joanna and Mitch started dating. I was lying there listening to music when I heard voices outside the door. I opened it, and there was Mitch walking off. He turned back to blow Joanna a kiss, and then you should have seen the smug expression on her face. Told ya, she said, laughing. Wow, cocky. But okay, I was happy for her. She was a woman of her word, but I was worried she'd get hurt. I didn't have time to tell her this, though, because pretty soon, she was with him 24-7. He even came over to our dorm, and I was sick of listening to them kissing. They were disgustingly lovey-dovey all the time, and it quickly became exhausting. On Valentine's Day, he sent 100 balloons to our dorm, and I couldn't even get through the door. Could he be any more over the top? It wasn't even that romantic. But Joanna was smitten. It was painful to watch. But not as painful as seeing Mitch walking along the street holding some other girl's hand. I froze. This couldn't be. I quickly text Joanna asking her how things were going between her and Mitch. She replied immediately saying, all good, why? So I told her what I'd seen, but I got no reply. I rushed back to her dorm and asked her why she was ignoring me and if she was okay. But she just started shouting at me, saying I was trying to ruin her relationship because I was jealous. Clearly, she didn't believe me. I told her I was telling the truth, but she just got up and left, slamming the door behind her. Things got really awkward after that. She ignored me in the dorm, ignored me in class, and wouldn't reply to any of my texts. And she still brought Mitch back to our room and kissed him in front of me. Eventually, I couldn't take it anymore and asked her to move out. But I didn't expect what would happen next. Joanna lost it. She started shouting, What's your problem? For the first time in my life, I'm happy and someone loves me. And there you are, trying to ruin this for me. And now you want to kick me out? It's not my fault you're single, Carrie. Maybe if you stopped being so jealous for a second, someone would like you back. I couldn't believe her. I wanted to scream. She was the worst. And the next morning, it got even worse. I was sitting with some friends before class started when suddenly Joanna walked in and burst into tears. People ran over to her and asked if she was okay. And that's when my blood ran cold. She started saying how I'd been badmouthing her boyfriend, and now I wanted to kick her out of our dorm. And then I heard my voice. I looked over, and she had her phone out and was playing a recording of our argument. Of course, she'd edited it to make me sound like the bad guy. Even my friends looked shocked, and Joanna told them all how I was a two-faced, good-for-nothing kind of girl and that I loved to gossip about everyone behind their backs. I tried to explain to everyone that Joanna was lying, and that she was just angry, but everyone looked at me in shock. It was like they believed her. I was stunned. The next day, I noticed Joanna showing my friends some photos on her phone. They were screenshots of texts for me, but she'd edited them to create a total monster out of me. One time, Joanna had messaged me laughing about how my friend Valerie had the worst hairstyle ever, and I joked that she must have cut it by herself. And there was the message where Joanna talked about how Mitch said his ex, Anna, who was also our class president, must have been flirting with the economics teacher to get good grades. And I said, has Anna sunk that low? Not only having an affair with a married man, but basically committing academic fraud? I don't think she would do that, though. But of course, Joanna had cropped out the last sentence, and she didn't show her parts in the conversation either. By that way, I looked like the worst friend ever. I tried to tell them what Joanna was doing, but they were too hurt to believe me. But that's not all. You see, Joanna had sent these messages to the whole school. For the rest of the day, people were coming up to me and telling me I was nothing but a mean girl. And then at lunch... I went to sit in my usual spot with my friends, and suddenly they all jumped up and left me there alone. I could hear everyone whispering about me, and then the most popular girl, Amy, came over to me and said I was a disappointment to this college, and I didn't even deserve to be here. I couldn't hold back my tears, so I rushed back to my dorm. But standing there with her arms folded, blocking the door, was the dorm supervisor. She said that she'd received reports about my behavior and that I had one week to move out of the dorm. I didn't understand. What had I done? Apparently, people had told her I wanted to get her fired. And then I remembered Joanna saying those exact words and asked me how she could report to the manager. So I'd sent her a text explaining how to report her. Oh my gosh, she'd even used that against me? This was too much. I went to find Joanna. I was furious. She was ruining my life. When I got to class, I planned to show everyone our full chat conversations, unedited. But I didn't get the chance because Joanna was sobbing hysterically, and everyone was comforting her. She was saying how living with me was torture, and that she had to take medication to deal with me. Enough! How dare you! I screamed. Why are you doing this to me? What did I ever do to you? Joanna, of course, started crying even louder, and everyone stared at me like they wanted to kill me. I walked out of there feeling completely empty. I'd lost my friends, my dorm, my reputation, and every last bit of dignity, all because of that snake. I still didn't know what I'd done wrong. The more I tried to understand it, the more everyone defended Joanna. It was useless. No one listened to me. Eventually, I ignored them all, moved out of the dorm, and acted like Joanna didn't exist. Fortunately, I made some new friends that loved and trusted me and never twisted my words. As for gossiping about me that everyone else still did, I learned to block it out. And then about four months later, I got an email from Joanna. I was shocked. She said, Carrie, I'm sorry. You were right all along. Mitch was cheating on me, and I should have listened to you. Please forgive me. I'm begging you. I'll do anything to make it up to you. I'll confess to everyone. Please, let's just be friends again. I miss you. Ha! Not in a million years. I deleted the email right away. There was nothing that she could do to ever make it up to me. She'd ruined my life, and I was done with that toxicity. Good riddance.